the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is in our midst. <clears throat> We've had quite of a, a full week, uh, very eventful, and so I, I feel that. I'm a little tired. There's been a lot going on. But the main theme of the week has been Theophany, and today is the afterfeast of Theophany. And so it behooves us to repeat uh, yet again what the major theme of Theophany is, and really, ultimately, a theme of our Orthodox faith, which is that in Theophany, Christ is baptized, and that in his baptized, in his baptism, even though he has no sin, even though he has no reason to repent, that he does something on our behalf for our salvation, that he allows John to baptize him as a baptism of repentance, and that we celebrate this feast by, um, by blessing waters. By, in the prayers that we say over the waters, we ask that God would sanctify them, that he would send the grace of his Holy Spirit upon those waters, that those waters would be waters that would transform us, that they would be healing, that they would be for the sanctification of our houses, for the sanctification of other objects. And I mentioned in the Theophany sermon that service, service that this is exactly the pattern that our faith teaches us, which is that in every service, in some way, whether it's later at the Eucharistic liturgy, whether we're blessing icons, whether we're blessing water, whether we're anointing people with oil, we're always asking for the grace of God to infuse matter and to impart that grace to other people through the partaking of that matter. It just so happens that on Theophany it happens to be water, water which cleanses, water which illuminates, water which heals, water which satisfies. That's the water we want. And so we pray over the water, we partake of the water, we have fun with the water, splashing people in the faces like I'm going to do to you later with the water. And so it's a very joyful and fun feast. Now, this application of the grace of God, this idea that we are always calling upon the Holy Spirit to descend upon us and to suspend upon whatever gifts in creation that we're offering to God is meant for our transformation and it's meant for our use. So we don't bless the water to stare at the water and say, well, nice, we have some holy water there and we'll empty it out next year. We don't bless the Eucharist so that we can simply adore it or look at it and say, wow, there, that's Jesus, that's his body and blood. No, these things we do so that we can partake of them. They have uses. They have actions in our life that, that we are part of. And this is precisely a challenge to, should be a challenge to each one of us because often in our prayers, we're asking that the grace of the Holy Spirit become, come upon us. 
And when we want the grace of the Holy Spirit to come upon us, it's not for us to simply feel better or to feel as though we're sanctified or to feel as though we're transformed, but it is for our action. It is for our service to the body of Christ. This week we bless the water and it will sanctify homes and it will sanctify people. But we bless Christians every week who come to church and they receive these gifts into their bodies. And they're meant when they enter home to be a blessing to that home. They're meant when they speak the words of their mouth to be a word to the people they encounter. Us Christians, our responsibility ultimately is to be Christ bearers. People who bear Christ into every corner of our lives and are a sanctifying and healing presence. People who offer, not only go through the pattern of offering and sanctifying, but people who them very, their, their very selves are images and bearers of Christ whom we can experience peace from, whom we can experience love and sanctification from. Someone mentioned with our archbishop's visit that being around him, it was just really nice because he was so peaceful. You have a sense of stability. There was no anxiety there, and that kind of spread off of him. And that's, I, I concur with that. That was my experience of him too. He's just one example of the many of us who are called to put our very gifts and our very present to use in this world to be um, Christ bearers. The epistle mentioned that each one of us is given grace according to God. Not all of us are going to have the same gifts or talents not all of us are going to be peaceful like our bishop, like our archbishop. Not all of us are going to be good preachers. Not all of us are going to be able to do labor, the labor that the church requires. But each one of us in our own unique way has been gifted. And in the offering has our own unique contribution that is not merely our physical energies, but it is the very grace of the Holy Spirit being spread amongst us. You see, again, if we were just blessing the water to bless it, our Lord would not send any blessing like that. The blessings he sends are always for service. So yesterday we had an example of this. We have uh, uh, Mr. our new deacon, Columba Croft, <clears throat> who was ordained at St. John's. And you may remember over the years, those of you who have known him since he's been here, him and his wife have always served our community. Uh, Colin has carved icons. He's offered himself to come and meet people at the temple um, when services need to be done, um, particularly like the water heater or something. He helped put the trim in our parish hall. He was at the daily prayer services when I used to do them every other day. Here, he was here. He has visited widows. He has helped his elders. He has answered questions. He also has studied. 
Is he doing that just to get a fat head and feel good about himself? I mean, is that our goal? We can go pat him on the back and say, congratulations, you're really pious. <laughs> no, he's doing that. That's because that's what Christ calls us to. And then secondarily, the church recognizes and says, look, this person serves this way. Let's incorporate them into the liturgical service and essentially put a seal on their service. And that's what happened yesterday, essentially. That a seal was placed on a service. He is a deacon. Diakonos means to serve. And so ultimately now our parish has a deacon and hopefully we never go without a deacon ever, ever again in the future. But it's not all about uh, just my final statements today. It's not all about seeking ordination. I mean, we suffer from a little bit of clericalism sometimes where we think, especially men, and of course women totally excluded uh, oftentimes, um, uh, especially men think, you know, well, the only way to serve is to serve. I want to be a deacon or I want to be a subdeacon. No, every Christian is called to a life of diakonos, a life of service. And the service is just what I mentioned in the beginning. It is that we partake of Christ. It's that we're sanctified by Christ. And in that we offer his gifts to other people in our presence by using our talents. This is the way of, uh, this is the, way the, of the apostles. This is the way that's been passed down to us. And ultimately, hopefully, the way that we keep and pass down for generations more. You may notice, almost ended it there. You may notice, just a little heads up, you'll notice some liturgical changes um, today and in the future. And I ask you to be patient with us as we make our adjustment. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Christ is in our midst. Yeah.